with City of Hope. Its innovative treatments for cancer and groundbreaking research have saved millions of lives all over the world. This is City of Hope Radio with your host, Melanie Cole. If you've recently been diagnosed with breast cancer and as surgery is a common treatment option for many breast cancer patients, decisions about what type of surgery may depend on many factors. My guest today is Dr. Amy Polverini. She's an assistant clinical professor in the Division of Surgical Oncology in the Department of Surgery at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Polverini. Let's Hi, start thank with you. Well, let's start with this this diagnosis of breast cancer and the decision about surgery. How do you speak to patients about the many types of surgery out there and which type might be best for them? So in general for patients, especially with early stage breast cancer, there's two main treatment branches that I discuss. Um, The first would be breast conserving therapy, which basically means we take out the tumor, but we leave the majority of the breast tissue behind so the patient still has their own breast. And the other option is a mastectomy, which means removing the breast in its entirety, and we can do that with or without reconstruction. Um, Generally, you know, a lot of this comes down to a personal decision for the patient, uh, especially in, in early stage breast cancer, as there are likely candidates for both. But other things that would influence this are things like your breast size, you know, how extensive is the cancer within the breast. Um, so all of those things come into play when, when patients uh, have to have this decision. So. so certainly if it's a very aggressive type, you're going to recommend one type versus the other. So, But let's start with lumpectomy. What is involved in a lumpectomy? So a lumpectomy or breast-conserving therapy, and those are used interchangeably, um, the, with the lumpectomy, the patient, most of the time, they undergo some sort of localization preoperatively, especially if the cancer is small, where um, a radiologist will place a wire or um, some sort of localizing device into the, the cancer that needs to be removed. And the patients will be taken to the operating room and We dissect down, identify where the tumor is, and remove the tumor, and we like to include a small margin of healthy tissue. Um, Following that, the patient's breast tissue is closed up. Everything is closed from the inside out. And generally, this tends to be an outpatient surgery as long as the patient doesn't have any severe um, other medical conditions going on, and the patient's uh, allowed to return home uh, the same day. So patients tend to recover really well from this operation, um, maybe some soreness, but, but overall, a lumpectomy is, is definitely a great option when, when we can proceed with that. Women hear the word mastectomy. They hear in the media about prophylactic mastectomies, but then they hear things like nipple-sparing mastectomies. So speak about that word, which can be so scary for women, but might not be quite as much as it used to be. Absolutely, absolutely. So with a mastectomy, so we're talking about removing all of the breast tissue. Now, there's, there's different ways that we can do that. Um, most commonly, there's something called a simple mastectomy or a total mastectomy. And in that procedure, we remove all of the breast tissue along with the nipple and the areola, which is the pigmented skin around the nipple, and then most of the, of the skin of the breast. And then we close the breast layers back together so that the breast tissue has been removed, the nipple is gone, and it's basically a flat incision on the chest wall. Now, 
Uh, there's other types of procedures that we do now as well. So one uh, is called a skin-sparing mastectomy, and the other is a nipple-sparing mastectomy. And these are generally mastectomies where we do an immediate uh, reconstruction with the plastic surgeon at the same time. So with a skin-sparing mastectomy, what we're able to do is, again, we remove all of the breast tissue, we remove the nipple and the pigmented area around the nipple, but then we keep this majority of the skin, so the envelope of the breast is still intact. Um, and when we do skin-sparing mastectomies, once, once the cancer surgeon is done removing the breast and the other things I mentioned, then the plastic surgeon comes in and they can do an immediate reconstruction, usually in the form of an implant, um, where they lift the muscle off of the chest wall, put in an implant, close everything up, and um, they are able to match it fairly well with the other breast. Now, with the nipple-sparing mastectomy, um, what we do is we actually keep everything in place. We do a small incision under the nipple or at the base of the breast, and then we remove the breast tissue, but patients get to keep all of their skin, their nipple, uh, the areola. Everything is in place, so it's removed through a really small incision, um, and again, that's accompanied by reconstruction, uh, generally in the form of an implant. So... Uh, those are the main types of mastectomy that uh, we do. Another type that patients will sometimes hear is something called a modified radical mastectomy. And in this case, it's a simple mastectomy, so we're removing excess skin, breast tissue, nipple, areola, but we're also including that uh, removal of multiple lymph nodes in the underarm. And so that's, that's the modified radical mastectomy. And does that increase a woman's chance of lymphedema? So... Yes, the more lymph nodes that we remove, the chances of lymphedema are increased, especially in the setting of adding any radiation in after surgery. Um, And lymphedema tends to be something that's that's very scary. It's a scary word for the patient, and and rightfully so. Um, But uh, fortunately, nowadays, we're becoming better and better in terms of how we treat lymphedema, and there's a very proactive approach we take towards it. Um, And there's even... Uh, specialized surgeons now that do a microvascular surgery where they basically are able to uh, help the lymphatic flow from the underarm by um, adding extra lymphatics for the for the arm to drain. Um, but yes, lymph- lymphedema is something when we're removing multiple, multiple nodes um, that we need to be concerned with after surgery. Dr. Polverini, you mentioned reconstruction. At the same time that you're doing surgery, and many patients might be unaware that breast cancer reconstruction surgery is an option. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, I always discuss reconstruction um, in the setting of a mastectomy. There are some patients who do not want reconstruction, and, and that's totally fine. It's a completely personal decision. But all patients are generally eligible to get, uh, eligible to get a reconstruction, um, especially in the immediate setting. Now, when I say the immediate setting, so if a patient, uh, if there's a thought that they will require radiation after their mastectomy, um, most of the time what we will do is we will do a reconstruction after their radiation is completed. So, again, they are eligible for reconstruction, absolutely, but we wait until radiation is completed uh, for them to proceed with that because uh, radiating uh, freshly reconstructed breasts increased risks for um, contraction and infection and things like that. And so after radiation, they would come back and proceed with a delayed reconstruction. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Polverini, about the most appropriate type of surgery, how you discuss it, what you want patients to know about the personality of their cancer, and what's acceptable to them in terms of long-term peace of mind when you're talking about breast cancer surgery. 
Exactly. So I approach this, and and I always encourage patients to listen with an open mind and, and reinforce to patients that no two breast cancers are the same. Um, you know, most of the time, because one in eight women develops breast cancer, patients will come in with multiple friends or relatives that they've had um, experience with in terms of going on, undergoing cancer treatments, radiation, surgery. And so they come in with kind of this preset notion of, of how breast cancer acts and how it's treated. And so I kind of have to wipe the slate clean for all my patients. And I just sit down and have a discussion regarding their specific cancer and what options for treatment are open to them. And most of the time, the most common request I'll get after speaking with patients is I will give them their surgical options and they say, what would you choose? And, and I always have to decline giving an answer because truly it is up to the patient and both options are there for the patient in terms of a lumpectomy versus a mastectomy. And I think a lot of it involves the patient's own concerns and risks in terms of, of cancer coming back. Um, and we know that no matter what you choose, the survival is the same. They're both excellent options in the treatment of early stage breast cancer. So lumpectomy and mastectomy, the reason we give patients both options is they're both great options. Um, but when it comes down to it, some patients want to proceed with um, an outpatient surgery where the recovery time is quicker and they get to keep their breast um, with the caveat that they will require, in most cases, radiation, but, but they're comfortable with the fact that they get to keep their breast and it's, it's, a, a more, um, it's a smaller procedure in general. Other patients, are they do not want to go undergo radiation. That's one reason. And sometimes just because they're so fearful of, of cancer coming back that they proceed with a mastectomy, and knowing that this is a slightly larger procedure, uh, but that they do have options with reconstruction and such. So it really comes down to a very personal decision. And I, and I think at the end of the day, when patients hear and understand their cancer and understand the treatment options, they're able to come to a really well-thought-out decision. And, um, you know, I really encourage patients to make their own decision apart from everything they've heard and they've experienced with others. And as long as they're making some, a decision they're comfortable with, I always reassure them that they're going to be followed and seen by a clinician. And I specifically see my patients every six months for the first few years after surgery. And so that also helps to decrease um, their anxiety in regards to breast cancer developing uh, or recurring once again. And, and they know that they're followed very, very closely. So I think, you know, again, it's all a matter of the patient's own um, comfort level and uh, just reassuring them in terms of their own decision. Thank you so much, Dr. Pulverini, for being You're with welcome. us today. It's really important and such great information. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. And for more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.